Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ask Cadence. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm sitting here with John Patton. John, hello. Hello, Pete. I, I think our discussion today is predicated on an assumption that a vertical approach to project management uh, it yields greater uh, consistent results. Would you agree with that? Yes. Uh, we, we actually, in, in helping out an organization, uh, look at, um, um, you know, when we say vertical approach, we're looking at organization chart. Mm -hmm. And in any standard organization chart, uh, you're going to see executive level, you're going to see some kind of middle management. Now, that's going to depend on size of organization, how flat they've chosen to be. And then there are the practitioners in first-line management. I like to, to lump those together because they all need to have uh, the same understanding of project management. That, that first level needs to coach, guide, and develop the project managers and the team members. And, and so they need to understand their role. So there's a role for each. Let's go over that again. Practitioners line and line managers, that's one level. Another is uh, middle management, another is executives. Uh, we look at their maturity, uh, and uh, is it very possible, you know, that, that this has been a grassroots implementation of project management, and executives are not on board, neither are middle managers. Sometimes we see as well um, executives on board, practitioners on board, but not middle management. The people who, who really are going to have a good deal of impact on the continuity and adaptation. And uh, certainly uh, risk in the way that the total organization can handle risk can be severely impacted by maturity. Uh, lack of maturity. All right. Well, that's where we're going today. Is talking about how organizations are able to handle risk, uh, if in this sort of vertically mature context, and and uh, uh, it's important to think about this, uh, at least in our discussion so far, uh, because uh, each role in the organization, the executive, middle management, and the practitioner role, uh, all have really a different responsibility to handling, reporting, and addressing risk on a project. Would you agree? Yes, Pete. And, and rather than give any kind of uh, exhaustive or um, completely structured response to you today, what I want to uh, do is, is give each of the three groups something to think about. What is the one thing that you should concentrate on when you think risk. Okay, so uh, typically when you start this discussion in a client setting, how do you, how do you, where do you start? Do you start at the level of the practitioner who's doing the work, or do you start? Yeah, I, I'd like to start with practitioners okay. because I, I want to be able to say to their management, these people get risk, and they're using good risk disciplines. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is the risk cycle. Uh, there is a six-stage risk cycle. And it includes risk identification, uh, some uh, qualitative and quantitative analysis, and then risk response planning. And there are a number of different responses. Uh, what, what practitioners, first-line managers, and team members need to be doing is formally using this risk cycle on projects that we would say were medium or large in size. It needs to become a standard practice of project planning and control. Now, that's the one thing. Use the risk cycle, have risk plans for projects that are medium or large. Just a standard part of your planning is you'll go through that cycle, and then you'll get into monitoring and control on a monthly basis during the project. For middle managers, we need to sensitize them uh, to 
their response whenever a problem is escalated. And it's, you know, middle managers are good problem solvers, but they tend in sometimes to be solitary problem solvers uh, when it comes to projects where in reality they solve operational problems individually and in groups. So where the, the middle managers help the project manager identify who should be involved in problem solving when we need to escalate. That's their major role. Get the right resources working cooperatively on the problem immediately when it's escalated. And usually those are not the, the resources currently working on the project. Or else need the, to bring the problem in some would have more. been solved. It would have been solved. So you know, here we so are, middle managers, the facilitators. Yeah, they apply their perspective, they apply their expertise, and they bring in additional expert resource from their organizations to, to work on the problem. Okay. And they get these things taken care of very quickly. Okay, so, so in talking, taking on the executive uh, role uh, in the, the risk cycle, we're, we're now talking about the biggest of the big issues and yeah. risks that come up on projects. So well, how, do, what do we, how do you well, consider It's project selection, Pete. It is project selection. Um, in the context of the strategies for the business, um, in the context of what's been proposed and what they've thought of in terms of the portfolio for this year, uh, if there's a lesson brought forward, uh, particularly in the financial businesses from 2009 in permeating conversations in um, uh, 2010, it is risk management when it comes to selection. So for executives, we're looking for criteria uh, for uh, selection, for balancing, uh, for prioritizing projects. The whole portfolio management side needs to really uh, determine which of these projects um, have lower risk and high opportunity. Select those projects in this limited uh, financial resources that we currently have to make sure that, you know, to use a very trite phrase, we're getting the biggest bang for the buck. And we want projects that can be done quickly uh, that have lower risk associated with them, or if they are higher risk, high return, uh, that these executives are requiring good risk planning around them from the project teams. Knowing that this is a, you know, a multivariate sort of decision process, uh, how do you guide organizations uh, to make these risk reward decisions uh, in the uh, in a, a wildly varied economic cycle? I mean, we're coming off of, uh, you know, we're in the middle of a recession here, or at least on the, on the you know, outward side of it. Do you counsel them differently, the, uh, you know, in times like this, or, or is your advice pretty consistent? No, it's really consistent, just to use the life cycle as a way to um, select projects and keep them moving forward, weed out projects uh, that shouldn't be selected. Uh, I'm impressed over and over and over again about, you know, with the intelligence, with the business acumen, with the smartness of so many people we see out there in industry. Um, they, they know their business. They know it well. They've been successful at it. Uh, and, you know, in, they just need to bring risk into the conversation when it comes to projects. You know, they understand financial risk. Uh, and now we, we need to bring in this understanding of project risk at the executive level. Excellent. Well, John, as ever, thank you for your time today. We appreciate you sitting down with the Ask Cadence audience. And uh, uh, to all of you for downloading, thank you again. And we'll join you once again next week on Ask Cadence.